Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. All right. So today we have with us Johnny and Michaela Hecker. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Yes. Excited. This is great. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> excited. And I start every episode this way, like, because I just love connecting with everybody I have and like all my favorite people. So you two are some of my favorite people. And thank you so oh much for gosh. making time to support me. You're I really so sweet. You it. always like light up when you talk Aww. about like connecting with people. You could truly tell that it's like something that, that you love. It is. It yeah. is. There's no, there is no video feed here, but if they yeah. were rolling, they would see <laughs> we are almost like giggling in here. It's just, it's, these are conversations that we've had around fire pits, mm-hmm. around family dinners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get to through your awesome reach of this podcast, yeah. get to send it out to some awesome people. So yeah. thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah. So, you know, we've kind of gone over the flow, but we like to start out with just you telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I'll let you kind of kick that off. Should we rock, paper, scissors? Ladies first. Let's go first. <laughs> okay, sure. You got this. Um, I'm Michaela Hecker, Johnny's lovely wife. Um, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> Um, I'm currently a stay-at-home mom. I've got two young children at home. We've got a five-year-old son and a almost three-year-old daughter. And then I'm currently pregnant a uh, mm-hmm. couple months. So I do want to preface or with, you know, like if I get a little emotional, talk about something, it's also because <laughs> the hormones. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I love being a stay-at-home mom. I truly feel like it's a really important role for for me to be in. I feel like I struggled a little bit with it at first, you know, like that after I had my son, there was a little bit of a struggle of like, okay, trying to figure out my role in his right. life as a wife and yeah, I kind of figured it out. I just felt like I had this peace kind of rush over me one yeah. day where I was like, okay, this is my role. This is what God has in store for me mm-hmm. right now. And I just need to embrace it and love it. And since then, I've truly just like loved being a stay-at-home mom. I love being home with my my kids and yeah. Still, and I, still very hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it is yeah. truly, truly hard yeah. job. Yeah. I was going to yes. say, like, yeah. I bow down because I... It's not I it's not my like biggest strength. Yeah, obviously in my in my path, I I didn't find a lot of success in that. Like, um, so I've always admired you Mm -hmm. like as a Mm -hmm. mom. But it has also been really great to see. Like, I felt like when I was out in North Carolina with you guys last fall, Mm -hmm. I came away and I'm like, man, Michaela just has really got this down. Like everything Mm -hmm. like the hosting mom <laughs> wife like packing got everything right where you need it like it really like and you make it look easy oh even though gosh. it is hard you're you are calm and have that calming presence and then that carries forward to the kids you know like oh you're so sweet um so i feel i feel yeah, like i've like got the doing. organizing skills like i've, I've been <laughs> I've been inspired by your organizing skills oh and how gosh. you have you prep like way ahead of time. I've tried to learn from you, learn mm-hmm. from the best. Aww. So <laughs> I appreciate that. That was really sweet of you to say though. Yeah. But I, I do. I enjoy being a wife. I enjoy being a stay at home mom. I also do love. So I was 
was a, an athlete for 20 years. I did mm-hmm. gymnastics all through college and I love sports. I love gymnastics. I keep up with it. And I coached for some time after I graduated college and feel like maybe once our kids start school and we feel a little settled post my husband's career that maybe I can get back into that. And we'll kind of see, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But for right now, I, I feel a lot of peace with where I'm at yeah. and I love it. But also having that piece and you still do a really good job of taking care of yourself and being active and making that a priority in your life, which probably really helps you to be a better mom, right? Like it gives you that, you know, mental health support or just feeling like you accomplish something in a day when you can go out there because sometimes parenting is, you know, throughout the day, it feels like you're not making a lot of like forward momentum. Totally. So when you can go and get that workout in and feel like yes. good and accomplished and then yes. go tackle your day. 100%. Right? Yeah. I know the things that I need to fill my cup so that I can pour into my children's cups, my husband's mm-hmm. cup, you know, a, a few things I, I have to do is work out, you know, yeah. I need those endorphins. I need that time to myself to just either listen to good music, encouraging music, listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. listen into, you know, filling my mind with good things. That's another thing. Like I am intentional about what I put into my mind, you know, so the TV I I watch, the music I listen to, the podcast, like they need to be encouraging or Mm -hmm. informative. I've changed my the the genre of music I used to listen to is now very (laughs) different. Put good things in my mind. Mm -hmm. I I work out. Mm -hmm. I eat I try to eat well. You know, I get sunshine. We, you know, those are the things that I know that it's research based. Like we need those things in Mm -hmm. order to Mm -hmm. be healthy and to be, you know, sharp minded. So I always feel like the first trimester pregnancy is really hard for Mm -hmm. me physically. And I, this, this one, I didn't work out for like five weeks because I just had no energy. I was so nauseous and I felt it like I felt so crummy. Mm -hmm. And so once I got that energy back, I was like, okay, I'm ready (laughs) to get back in the gym. And I feel like I'm I've been way happier. And, yes. You know, I'm able to take care of the things I need to take care of. But shout out to my my sister. I do. I have to shout out to my sister Mariah and Johnny. Like you guys, you helped me so much that first trimester. I'm really grateful for that because I was hurting. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we do. It's probably it's part of the course. You are yeah. doing some real work every day, yeah. calling babies. I know. I had to like, mountain re- every day. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to remind myself, I'm like, I don't just feel crummy for no reason. I, my body is doing this incredible thing. It's mm-hmm. creating a life, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, grace. Like, yes. I love that you talk about having grace for yourself and mm-hmm. that I think as women and as a stay at home mom and, you know, the role that I'm in right now, like I could be really hard on myself, like really self-critical. So it's always a good reminder from someone that to, yeah. to have grace for yourself. Yes. And you're so beautiful. And like just all your whole like just being is just, Aww. yeah. Because so, from the outside, I think people sometimes go like they can't imagine us having those struggles. Mm. Like we look like we have it together from the mm. outside. Right. And it's like beautiful one. Right. It's like, it's like, but there, those things are really real part of Mm. our lives. And even though there's like so much to be grateful for, it is really easy to be hard on ourselves and you know well, yeah, I have days where I'm like man I did not have a good mom day or I did not have mm-hmm. <laughs> like those days at the end of the day where you know I felt a little bit more impatient or um I was short with my you know just whatever it is like there are some days where I'm like okay not my best tomorrow will be better though yeah. you know like I don't know if I have many days in a row that are really hard I mean we've had some tough seasons that we've gone through you know mm-hmm. and those are hard to navigate but you know I definitely 
Johnny reminds me to have grace for myself, right. you know, make sure I'm doing things that are filling my cup. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to serve others from an empty cup, you know, so making sure I'm filling my mind with good things. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. Uh, taking care of my body, eating well, yeah. exercising and getting I'm a very I love my quality time with my people. So I need that. Like Johnny and I need our date nights where we can just connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with littles right now, we talk about our kids need a lot of our attention throughout the day. We don't get a lot of adult conversations. Mm -hmm. So our time together on date nights is really important so that we can have those conversations and connect. And Mm. yeah, I value those a lot. (laughs) I love it. It's good. Yeah. You guys, and you guys are like modeling such a healthy relationship for your Mm. kids too. And like even talking about the support Johnny gave during the Mm. first trimester. I mean, those are such great examples for your kids for, you know, moving through their lives as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I think that's something that's evident too, with like being Michaela's husband and just like partnering, like it's a partnership. It's a, you know, incredible commitment to mm-hmm. uphold and like be with in front of your family in front of your children. But we both grew up with athletic backgrounds. So we understand teamwork right. mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what, if parenting is, has been somewhat new to us, we've been doing it for five years, five and a half years. But every season with your children is new. So we're mm-hmm. learning new things about five-year-olds mm-hmm. as we are with a three-year-old daughter, you know, just different seasons of life for, and every child's different. But we understand there, there have been times when we're at each other's throat mm-hmm. <laughs> or at each other's neck, just, just upset with each other. Mm-hmm. But we step back, remind each other, I'm on your team. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. both trying to accomplish the same thing. Right. We're trying to get our family through the day with love, patience, and... <laughs> Grace, yeah, grace, grace, and grace. And see tomorrow. So I think it's um Yeah, you like just recently had to remind myself, like, I'm on your team. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. You are. (laughs) It's it's easy to forget sometimes. It's constant. Yeah. And it's just constant work, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Making that choice. It's like you have to sometimes reset Mm -hmm. and you know, recommit to that, to that choice and Mm -hmm. that vision, right? Get it back for a second. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that's me. Um, That's Michaela. That Lovely Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Didn't cry yet. Also, great. great no, job. <laughs> but as I started to talk, I like it's sometimes kind of hard to talk about like who you are. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I got. I felt like I got a little red in my face. Mm-hmm. You did good. <laughs> Talking you did great, about myself yeah. or introducing myself. Anyways, <laughs> you're the best. We love you. Yes, <laughs> love you so much. Me, my turn. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I am. I am Johnny Hecker. And I am currently employed by the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. I I punt for their football team. Um, for people out there that don't know, I catch the ball, kick it to the other team when our <laughs> offense fails to get a first down. <laughs> and I've been in the NFL for going on 12 years, which is insane. But it has been a huge blessing nonetheless. And yeah, I don't know. I think like Michaela, I'm a product of a lot of people who have worked hard on our behalf and, and done a great job of lifting us, encouraging us. Mm-hmm giving us homes. Yeah. We were talking about that. When I was a yes. kid. Like those of you that didn't know, I have, I've lived with Brandy before. <laughs> Michaela and I lived with Brandy and Tim yeah. in their basement. Before we bought Beautiful home, basement. Yeah. It's not just a basement. It's, it's, yeah. it's a pad. But um, we were there for a while. We were house hunting up here and it's been so awesome to, to be able to live out a dream playing in the NFL struggles at times. It's been difficult. It's been a lot of ups and downs throughout the whole career path, but yeah, I, I love what I do. And really fortunate to have a great support system mm-hmm. in Michaela and my children, my brothers, yeah, you know, extended family and just makes every day fun. Yeah. And I think I, when you said the 12 years, I realized, cause 
Tim and I have been together for 24 years. So like half the time I've known you, you've been in the league now. That's like crazy because that 12 years sounds like a long time to you. And then I'm like, gosh, like 24 years we've known each other. That's pretty crazy. You were nine. You guys' wedding pictures, I was pretty little. (laughs) Pretty small. Shaved head. Ears as big as my suit. Oh, I need to see. I don't know if I've ever seen. Oh, I'll have to. When we go back to the house, I'll get down some some of the pictures. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie was really just sweet and i think that's you know when i when i think back i you know i wanted to go back and like go some of your path even started like when you were little playing soccer and then things evolved and then mm-hmm. you were quarterback but then you could kick because of the soccer right that kind of mm-hmm. gave you built that skill set but i think from the outside one of the things that i've seen in your success is just your ability to work with people and be mm-hmm you know, connect with people, your kindness, your, Mm -hmm. you know, you did such a great job with social media when you started in the league, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but you have a skill set that I think on top of like the physical training and everything you've had to do, that's really helped to get you where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And it's, (laughs) there is, I mean, all of what we do is multifaceted, you know, you in, in home loans, Mm -hmm. You have to be smart. You have to be able to work with numbers, but you also have to have good people skills. You right. have to be able to communicate right. well. You have to be able to lead a team. You have mm-hmm. to be able to also be a mother, right. manage a household, right. plan family parties for all of us to come work your house. <laughs> Epic parties. <laughs> oh my gosh. And um, there's just so much to what we do. And yeah, just having a balanced life makes it all easier. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times things get out of balance and it's crazy to try and get it back in, but it's when you have good support system, people around you and- it's fun. But yeah, I think the social aspect has been something that has definitely helped me a lot in my career longevity mm-hmm. and just other endeavors outside of football. I think mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've, my dad is a very social person. So I grew up just kind of seeing that. Like mm-hmm. my dad was just a, we'd stay at their church at least an hour just dad <laughs> talking okay. to people, asking how you do and, you know, tell me about yourself. And so anytime you know, somebody's in a, a lot of times it'll be Zach now, right? Mini, we'll call him mini Bob mini sometimes Bob. when he gets into a conversation <laughs> and everybody's like ready to leave and like, yeah. where's mini Bob? Yeah. It's <laughs> no. always a, it's a subtle dig, but you, you, kinda, you wear it, you wear it. Yeah. Or you'll give, you'll, yeah, give someone a look big. Oh my God. All right. Mini Bob. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. So, you know, we've talked, we talk a lot on this podcast about how you don't grow through the easy times, right? Like Mm -hmm. some of the times where things are uncomfortable or you feel off track or where you find the most growth. So when you look back at, you know, your history, I mean, back to the beginning, like where do you think there was some obstacles that really gave you the most growth or or life lessons or? We've gone through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us, I think everyone in this room, people listening, you go through a lot. It's like, yeah. Okay. What is what are the biggest hurdles and things you've gone through? But I mean, there's, there's setbacks all along the way, yeah. even our history as, as kids, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, um, you know, Michaela's from a big family. I'm from the youngest of five boys. Michaela's the middle of seven, mm-hmm. three older brothers, Michaela, then three younger sisters, mm-hmm. just going through a lot growing up in a big family, you know, money's usually always tight, big mm-hmm. families. Mm-hmm. So you become resourceful. I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk about maybe. Well, I think the most recent one was, our move to Carolina, to mm-hmm. North Carolina, you know, that was a, yeah. that was a, a, a major thing for our family. So mm-hmm. a little, you know, backstory, myself, my upbringing, I moved around a lot mm-hmm. as a little girl. We had a very, I grew up with not a lot of money at all. My dad hit some really hard times financially. We struggled financially as a family for 
I mean, years for as long as I can remember from Mm -hmm. about about eight until, gosh, I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. So we lived in, I mean, this is, I'm just going to share full transparency, but we lived in hotels. I lived in a, at a campground for a couple of months, you know, just trying to find a stable place to live. So moving for me is really hard. It kind of, I worked with a therapist for some time and over, overcame some of that trauma that came with having, not having a stable living situation as Mm -hmm. a kid. And so, you know, this move from, I went, I have to say, like with your career, you know, it's it's not common for a player to stay with one team for right. a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we feel like God really blessed you with the longevity of like yeah. being with one team right. for a long period of time. Yeah. And I really needed that stability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we moved from St. Louis to L.A., that was a little bit different because it was the whole organization was moving. But yeah. this one felt more, a little more personal. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were moving closer to home and family. Yes. Yeah. Back and this to California time, for you. Right. Right. Well, this yeah. time we went from California, where I grew up, all the way across the, right. state, the country to mm-hmm. North Carolina. So I think we had, you know, we kind of accepted it. You know, there was there was nothing else that we could do. We just had right. to like make the best of it, right? And I really feel like we grew together as a family. Like mm-hmm. we just we grew together. We had to stick together. We, like we were working together as a team. We we weren't really at each other. You know, moving yeah. is stressful, especially mm-hmm. with young kids. But we were really intentional about reminding each other, like, hey, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we make the best of it? Because we've got littles watching us, mm-hmm. and this could be really hard on them if we let it. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's make it fun. Let's make an adventure. So that's the most recent obstacle we had to overcome specifically for me, because in my adult life, stability Mm -hmm. is is a big comfort for me because I didn't have that as a little girl. You know, we moved around a lot. So I think we took the challenge head on with good Mm -hmm. attitudes and, you know, reminded each other, like, you know, we've got Jet and Maya watching Mm -hmm. us. So and it was it was genuine too. Like we really made the best of it. We got to go back to California, pack up our house, say bye to our friends, and then you know met new friends in North Carolina and got settled in our house there and have built our little community there. And now we feel settled. So you I know love if, you have your little farm too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. like you've grown the roots yeah. there, like with the cat, and yeah, the chickens, yeah, yeah. like yeah. provided pretty, the kids with like a little pretty yeah. fast too. It's been mm-hmm. yeah, it was really nice to. I mean, it was kind of a another God moment in the story, but it, just getting that house, yeah. we, we didn't even see it. Yeah. We drove past it in person with our realtor, Yeah, but it wasn't even available for showings yet. Mm-hmm. Our realtor got in early because she knew one of the realtors to go see it, mm-hmm. kind of zoomed us through the house, Yeah, took some pictures, emailed them to us. Yeah. And we said, we said yes to yeah. a Zoom walkthrough to this house. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And yeah, we, it. yeah. We really, we love it. I, I mean, that's it. That's, yeah. that's another thing with, you know, being in the NFL is like these families have to move often mm-hmm. and you're often buying Fast. houses without yeah. ever setting See, foot yeah. in them. You're just, that's just the reality of it or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever to be able to just adapt is it's, it doesn't always come easy no. for, for people. And I yeah. think people kind of lose sight of like the glamour of the NFL and like, you know, you guys get paid generously, but there's some hard Hard, things about it, you know, like, especially when you've got kids in school Mm -hmm. and friends, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's tough. So I had a coach's wife who her husband had been coaching in the, in the league for years and they had, they now have a couple of adult children. And I was kind of just listening to her talk and she had some wonderful wisdom where she just said like, you know, my kids told me later on in life that they never every time we moved they never felt sad about it they just 
they saw it as a new adventure because every time we moved to a new city, we would explore, we would do yeah. all the touristy Aww. things. And whether I was excited about it or not, I made it an adventure for the kids. Mm-hmm. And then you just grow to love your new community. I just thought it was such great wisdom that she shared, you know, so I, I really took it for this move to North Carolina to just make it an adventure. And being on this side of it too, it is harder having you guys far further away Yeah, because, you know, you would get family flying down frequently, right? Because we could fly down for the weekend mm-hmm. and, right. you know, brothers and their friends could fly down yeah. easily and families could fly down or drive down or, and now it's a lot harder to get out there. So I think when we were out there, it had been a long time since you had seen family at all. And that probably forced, I mean, you had the new community, so you didn't know a lot of people yet. But you really just had your nuclear family for that Mm. time to like really not a lot of outside distractions and really kind of grow and bond probably. Mm -hmm. So as hard as it was on the other side of it, like looking back, it sounds like maybe there was that was like good for the bonding overall and growth as a family. Yeah. Yeah. There there was so many aspects of it that I think were challenging, but rewarding. Right in the post like as we look Mm -hmm. back on it hindsight professionally though how was it for you like as as it being this obstacle of like being released and then Mm -hmm. signing with another team yeah it was huge that was i mean that was probably my hurdle so thanks for stealing it but it's fine that's okay (laughs) no but i mean it's it's cool to kind of see this is a this was an extremely big hurdle for you as well as me at the same time so how we managed it together how we navigated you know in a very short time making a decision on our house that we had in in California, do we sell it? Do we rent it? What are we going to do with this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and then how we're going to move forward with that into okay, none of this furniture is going to fit in this new house. Yeah, how do we how do we make that? There's a lot of logistics. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics. Sure. So how do we how do we manage that in a time when my heart's kind of broken? Mm-hmm. I felt like I I'd, I'd been with this team for ten years. Mm-hmm. I just won a Super Bowl in L.A. Knew a lot of great people. Had a lot mm-hmm. of friends, not just players, but staff members, people in the facilities there. Tied with the janitors, my boys, and, you know, it was just it was just yeah. a bunch of people that that I was gonna miss, you know, and I didn't really have a chance to sit, go back and say goodbye. There right. was no it happened during the off season. I wasn't at the facility. I couldn't go back and give guys last hugs. I thankfully did have the ring ceremony, mm-hmm. kind of my little closure moment. Yeah, that was interesting for me. So level set here. I got that call at NFLPA rep meetings in mm-hmm. Arizona. Mm-hmm. I saw my head coach's phone number on my phone. I said, huh. Okay, I, I had a kind of feeling that something <laughs> right. might happen. You never know. I mean, yeah. older guy in the league, a team that had just made a bunch of roster moves to pay guys a lot of money, a punter making a decent amount of money, a team mm-hmm. that doesn't punt very much. Hmm. You, you are constantly mm-hmm. analyzing where right. you're at in my position. Mm-hmm. 32 jobs in the world. Mm-hmm. You got to right. be realistic about where you're at. Right. And so get the call from Sean. Hey, we're going to release you. I said, okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then had to, had to kind of navigate that. I left the meetings, went and talked to Michaela immediately. She kind of sat there and talked about it. Yeah, I remember when you told me I was in the middle of a workout and it, it was kind of a, a, another very defining moment. Like, I'll never forget when right. you told me, I'm like, OK, this is it. Like, here we go. You know, mm-hmm. we had never really gone through it. We've been with the same team the last 10 years, but I felt like a sense of like, OK, I felt a sense of peace and excitement because it's like, you know, we're about to embark on a new on a new journey. But there's also sadness, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like Johnny had friends. I had friends out there. We had a great community, a great neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. We were sad to, you Love know, yeah, say bye to. So it's just like a roller coaster of emotions. Right. But you just, you, you know, I had to make my peace with it. And yeah. did you ever when did you feel like you found that that peace? 
think once I finally decided as free agency was over, essentially when I decided to go to Carolina, Mm -hmm. had that contract offer, felt really good about it. Going into a bit of a tumultuous season with the team, like the team wasn't in, Mm -hmm. you know, not a perennial powerhouse by any means, but it was still a great place for me to go. I think be a, be an influence, have fun, kind of be more involved in, in the flow of the game of the team that needs to play defensive and special teams games to win. Yeah. Just, just kind of a renewed sense of purpose, you know, not Mm -hmm. that, not that in LA I'd felt like I was, I didn't have a purpose, but it was just, it was different. You know, I was more of an older guy on the team. We didn't punt very much. Our offense was really good. Kind of had, had few opportunities in a couple games and wasn't, I don't know, not, wouldn't say it wasn't playing my best football, but just wasn't playing how I felt like I was capable of playing. So I had even like plateau because you didn't have to, you didn't have to be pushed Mm-hmm. pushed pushed mm-hmm. constantly right so yeah. it's like not that you plateaued but like really there wasn't a reason like you said to push mm-hmm. forward and so yeah. this really could have been a defining moment but to kind of like kick back in and be like yeah you know that vi- it's like that vision almost like i've got to work hard to yeah accomplish what we want to accomplish as a team right yeah yeah and had a hernia surgery that off season fixed something that i had kind of lingering all that previous season and so i'm going going to a new team kind of with an injury i'm like okay I'm going to have to really buckle down and be serious about what I'm doing if I want to want to turn this into a long-term deal. And yeah, it was great. We were able to have a fun, healthy season. Yeah. Life in Charlotte has been awesome. We love, we love so where we're beautiful. at. Yeah. It's beautiful. We yeah, love, yeah. I mean, we didn't, we were not ex- anticipating loving it as much as we have. Mm-hmm. Being here in the, North, the Northwest is a totally different kind of beauty. It is mm-hmm. awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. There is, it is, um, it's a different kind of beauty. Yeah. yeah we love it. It's different, but it's, but it's yeah. beautiful. It's got its own yeah. beauty. We appreciate sure. it. Yeah. Now, do you feel, because I know that we've talked before about how like Edmonds was a really defining moment for you too. That home was like your mm-hmm. first home and that was like so special for mm-hmm. you. And then you had the California house. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard you talk as much emotionally about, I mean, except that the kids, that's where the kids first, I mean, really was Jet. Jet was born, was born here, here and then yeah, in Maya. Maya. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel now that the North Carolina house is like home? Do you feel more emotionally connected there now than Edmonds when you coming back to Edmonds yeah, now? Yeah. Mm. You know, I was, we were just talking about our Edmonds home today. I love our home here. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, it's housed a lot of family and friends while we have actually been gone for this season. It, uh, we, a lot of people have stayed there. It's been a healing place for a lot of people in mm-hmm. our lives, including us. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've gone through a lot in that house. California, anywhere that we have been, any house we've lived in has felt like home, right? Yeah. Like our California house was very different size wise, mm-hmm. you know, compared to she our Edmonds small. house. It was, very small. It was smaller <laughs> compared to our Edmonds house for sure. Yeah. But there was so much love there. We made right. so many good memories there. We mm-hmm. brought Maya home there, you know, mm-hmm. and I like I kind of do this thing every time we would leave our home from Edmonds going to California or leaving California to come back to Edmonds. I'm always the last one to leave. And I just pray over our home. Mm -hmm. I just pray that it'll be protected, that anyone that sets foot in there will will feel peace, will feel at home. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of my thing that I feel like I have to do. I have to continuously pray over our homes. And we own a couple other homes that we have family and loved ones that live in. We pray over them constantly Mm -hmm. because they're important to us, you know, and a home is important. I mean, Mm -hmm. Brandy, you know this, like I was just telling Johnny, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. we just dropped the kids off. And I was like, I love your home. It feels like a home. Mm-hmm. Like you just mm-hmm. feel comforted by Aww. it. You've really turned, you know, and people, it's, it, it kind of takes you. a skill. Like I would say like 
with each home that we've had, we have an emotional attachment right. to. I think Edmonds holds a little bit more because of that. Because it was our first home, mm-hmm. we brought our first, you know, a uh, child into that home. Yeah. You know, we we've had such great memories. Your 40th birthday party was there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that before was we had the best party ever. <laughs> the last birthday party I'll ever have. <laughs> it was Good. so fun. You know, last and then, year when you turned 40. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Every home that we've been in, we, you know, it's it's really important for me mm-hmm. to make it feel like oh, a home. I think we're mm-hmm. we're our Charlotte home does feel like that. Yeah, like we don't have as many memories in it yet because we've only been there for a year. But I'm planning a home birth in our home oh, there, nice. so that you know that will... breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to me, not to me, to you know, to else. Yeah, the home that. is special, it you is. Know? And, and I think. A lot of love is in our, in our home. And it's always my hope and my prayer that anyone that sets foot in our home feels that. It's We're doing a new kitchen design. We're using Lamb & Co. here in town to do. Um, and throughout that process, it's really easy right now in the design styles to make things like really clean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's. I can't, I can't do that. Like I need warmth. Like that's a key thing for me in my home that I have to have like warm, some warmth in there. So you do walk in and feel comforted, Mm -hmm. right? Like not come in and feel like stark. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that you say that because it is. Yeah. Yeah, You want to make your home your home, Mm -hmm. you know, not what someone else tells you how you should do it. Right. right? And that's good. You should always like what you feel is Mm -hmm. the best decision for your home. And when it comes to design, you've had great designers too. Like I like to always do shout out to people who have like helped us out, right? Like and you've had some great help through all your houses. Light and dwell. We love Molly Kidd, Amy Coleman. Mm -hmm. Dwell well, people. Dwell well. (laughs) Yeah. I've known them since college. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're amazing women and they have really built their business from ground up. Like they're so gifted and Mm -hmm. now they're doing full builds like from the Awesome. Like from the very beginning stages. Yeah. So it kind of started off as like, they'll do like a room or, mm-hmm. you know, a living room or they mm-hmm. did our nursery, Jet's nursery before we brought him home. Mm-hmm. And now they do like full builds, like from the yeah. very beginning stages. And it's been amazing to see how their business has blossomed. But yeah, Light and Dwell, Molly Kidd, Amy Coleman, incredible women. Yeah. And they, yeah, they've been featured in magazines now and Ooh. just, yeah, yeah they're crazy. big time. We yeah. knew them way back when. We did. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually knew both of them before Light and Dwell. We yes, knew them yes. as, and as Amy and Molly. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And so. Yeah. Were they both OSU grads? I don't know if Amy was. No, Molly, Molly was. was. Yeah. But Amy lived in Corvallis. Yes. So okay. she actually helped run a women's Bible study that Michaela went yeah. to. It was okay. at their house. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, so, and then she's best friends with my mentor and okay. our, yeah, yeah, our mentors. And then, yeah, yeah they're Jet's godparents. And Aww. yeah, so it's kind of fun, yeah. like a. You know, small relative. And I do have one thing to say. I don't know much about home design, but what's evident, I think, with your guys' home, with ours, is you can you can just maybe feel it or sense it. But like as we know, your home has been open doors to a lot of other people, right, not just right. your family and your children, your children's friends. You've had our family members living in mm-hmm. your home before. You had family members living in your old Snohomish home. Mm-hmm. You've had your siblings through whenever right. they need something yeah. for an exchange students. One thing that's mm-hmm. incredible is that, you know, when a home is just that welcoming environment, right. you yeah. just feel it. Right. So that's one thing that we know is true of your home. Yeah. That we've had with our, we've kind of modeled that, right. tried to model that ourselves, but mm-hmm. okay, yeah, how can we, if we're not there, how can this home be a blessing to somebody else? So, when you look at your future, well, we know like the immediate future you have, yeah. like it's it's like yeah. things that give you hope, right? Mm-hmm. Like this baby, it's like, going to bring hope, right? Mm-hmm. And then the new yeah. season brings hope probably. Yeah. But when you 
look to your future and what the next chapter might bring? Like, what are you looking forward to? What do you think? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, where I do think, you go from here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we are. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in kind of the last, the home stretch of my career. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not, not that I'm trying to say I'm going to be done after the season, mm -hmm. but I, I would like to, you know, make Charlotte a, a long-term deal if I can and then, mm -hmm. and then figure things out from there. But post-career plans, I still don't exactly know. Maybe some sort of special teams consulting or something yeah. I mean, we have. I think that you're so great yeah. at, with kids. Like I think coaching. Yeah. Maybe high school. I, I don't know. Right. Like I think I know like something will fall in place for you. You've right. got wonderful skills. Yeah. I think for like us as a family, I think we kind of want a homestead somewhere. Mm -hmm. We're not sure. We're kind of thinking about it, talking about it, like where we want to plant roots, where mm -hmm. It might be Seattle. It might be, but I do feel like we've learned a lot from this move. We're like, our eyes have been opened. We're right. like, well, maybe it's somewhere there's in the other South. Places. Yes, there's yeah. other places. Yes. Yeah. And so as the kids go older, it'll be easier to travel. But I think we want, you know, a little bit of a homestead. And then I would love, I mean, gosh, in the next let five know, years. Let them know what you really want. <laughs> I do. Okay. I'm not going to like, okay. Our house came with chickens and I love our chickens. <laughs> it I unlo love. It unlocked something in us. We <laughs> did not really... know. We had a country bone in our body. Here I've we are always loved the city. I love the excitement of city. I love things to do. You know, my mom is always a country girl at heart and I never understood it until now. I'm yeah. like, okay, kind of love chickens. Do I want goats? <laughs> do I want a donkey? Like, do I, I love oh. horses. Do I want a cow? You know, oh like, my gosh. you know, Johnny, Johnny just, we talked about horses not too long ago. <laughs> he was like, we're we, not. We didn't talk about horses. <laughs> we had an argument about horses. Full disclosure. <laughs> it was so, I it got, was really funny. I got some heated eyes when I said, we're not getting a horse. She said, you're just going to shoot it down like that? You know how much I love horses. Oh, my gosh. Oh that boy. makes sense. They're a lot of work. You have a friend with a horse. What do you do? You can make a friend with yeah, a horse. Yeah. yeah. Like a friend with a boat. Well, yeah. it's Snohomish, Snohomish is like a great place for all of that. I have yes. friends yeah. that have cows. They have like little mini yeah. farms. This is like a great a great place. But I know there's also, like you said, like a lot of places. Yes. But as I'm listening, I'm like some of these visions might become more clear mm -hmm. as the kids get older and you see what their passions are and like yeah. what, right. they, what they want to get into and yeah. be coached in and right. right and maybe what if Maya wants a horse Johnny she will get a horse no <laughs> doubt she gets whatever she wants She's no but you're so right Poppy's angel. yeah like, we um it's funny because we I feel like I've been like dreaming a lot mm -hmm. I don't know if just pregnancy has kind mm -hmm. of inspired it but we had a conversation about a month ago about okay what does the next five years right. look like and Johnny was like you know it I think these conversations are great, but I, I still feel like I'm in the here and now, like right. I'm not mm -hmm. getting these, you know, these big downloads mm -hmm. uh, from God yet. Like I, I can think about what's on my plate right now. And I was like, well, it's interesting because I've been like, I've been dreaming a lot lately about what does the next five years, 10 mm -hmm. years look like. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, we're, we've been kind of talking a lot about the possibility of buying some land, building mm -hmm. something, you know, building home that fits our family's needs, but being close enough where our kids have ath athletic opportunities, you know, and has just opportunities for them. We access, don't want to look too access. far out in the country. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but just, yeah. yeah, accessibility is important. So I don't know. I think you're right that maybe as the kids get older, that will become a little bit more clear. Well, and it's, it's, I kind of got the chills where you're saying that because like, I've never thought of it in this perspective, but like really Johnny, your career, like dictates the family life mm -hmm. now right like where you guys live what mm -hmm. you're doing but like maybe you're not getting that call because this is your 
your season. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. next season is going to be maybe you're going to be have those ideas flowing and that passion to build whatever it is yeah. you do next. Like, yeah, you might be the driver of the next chapter. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like we. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I definitely I have time to think, right? Because you're just I'm in kid world. Like I'm just with Jet and Maya and and there's a lot of time to kind of think about, you know, some important things, some some deeper things. And I've thought, you know, do I maybe I can homeschool our kids Mm -hmm. because I'm home like that could be a fun thing. I get more time with them. But Jet Jet is in a good place. He's in a great school and Mm. he loves that social aspect. So I can't take that away from him. But maybe with Maya, I don't know. I just want to spend as much time with the kids as much as possible before, you know, they get big and they're out of the house so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the reason why I like the idea of land and animals is like I like I like hard labor like and I like the idea of tending to like your land and doing Mm -hmm. and teaching the kids like good skills, like how to care for others, how to care for animals, how to do good labor work. You know what I mean? Work with your hands and teach them some of those skills and get them outside as much as possible. I think right now, this day Mm -hmm. and age, like it's such a digital age that like we don't really have a desire to be on screens that much. I want them outside and just playing and getting as much energy out as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I'm trying to like create that. Yeah. I don't know. And it's healing. I think the the grounding and just being in the earth and, you know, close to not, I think it's yeah healthy for all of us just to be out in nature. And also it's like the caring. I I sometimes think with mental health, it's like one of the best things we can do is get out of our own heads, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What drives you to get out of bed? Getting up and taking care of the kids, Mm -hmm. right? Like for the kids to get up and like have something to take care of and something that gets them out of their own, like selfish, not that that I just as human beings, yeah. right? Like oh, yeah. we're going to be in our own heads thinking about mm-hmm. what we need or want, whatever. Yeah. And the more we can get out and take care of yes. other people and things. Yeah. I kind of had like a really low, low moment, like about a week ago. And I realized mm. like, I need to find ways to go give back more, mm. right? Like mm. I need to get out of my own head mm-hmm. and get out because my kids don't need me as much mm-hmm. anymore. Right. So I need to find other ways to fill that need to feel like I am really not just worried about myself, but really taking care or helping other people. Yeah, that it, it really is important. We've also talked a lot about all the good skills that come from or like what they learn from just working hard, right. like physically yeah. working hard, you yeah. know, like we don't want to raise children that are, I don't know, they, they don't know how to, yeah. I don't know, work hard and overcome obstacles. Right. And I don't know. I just think that's, that's an important important skill that I I, we want our kids to have is to just be able to do hard things and that's with my kids I always thought like one of the things I've said is like I want you to be poor and resourceful I Mm -hmm. do really think that's important Mm -hmm. like poor and resourceful that's going to be a harder struggle for you for you to to do right like because like how do you get them to but Jet's already like he's learning the value of money you know like Mm -hmm. having his own little bit of money or something Mm -hmm. you know like it's yeah it's you're you're going to be able to do it. I think it's just going to be harder. But with the physical labor, I think yeah. that'll be. Yeah. Yeah. We found out this this great. You should talk about Mission Grit. It's a yeah. really cool concept that they've got going in in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. I've, I think as you alluded to, parenting is insanely hard. Learn yeah. on the fly. Yeah. Learn right. as you go. Yeah. <laughs> we both have a bunch of nieces and nephews. Like I've been around your children mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Other Joe and Katie's kids. 
you know, I've been around, but doing it yourself is a whole other ball game. And like, and every parenting cliche is true and you're going to love them and hate them at the same time. It's awesome, but terrible. And so worth it. And it's and, an emotional uh, roller coaster. Emotional roller coaster. Sure. Yeah. But it's, but I mean, our kids are going to have a different life than we did. Yeah. So, right. so us trying to replicate the experiences that we had, right. you know, whether it's taking them camping, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be different for them because. Right. When I when I went camping, I was like, "This is the best thing ever for them." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Oh, Dad, do we? Why? Come on, man, we can just sit inside <laughs> and we have air conditioning and all this stuff." Like, but mm-hmm. coming from low means, like we're having to have a lot of conversations about, okay, how do we keep our kids mm-hmm. humble, Humbled. yeah, while mm-hmm. also meeting their needs, yeah, and not spoiling them. Right? And how do we instill, you know, work ethic mm-hmm. and humility mm-hmm. and a desire to help others? You know, I think it's and Michaela kind of coined the phrase like we we do hard things yeah like we're the hackers yeah. we can do we can do hard things yeah. mm-hmm. and so that's kind of been trying to be like a pillar of, of what we do as a family and yeah we signed yeah. jet up for this he was doing jujitsu for a little bit kind of moving around having him doing activities mm-hmm. is, is difficult continuously or like like being like, focused maybe no, like having, like him, having him like the consistency commitment. of like one activity yeah yeah like, okay Sometimes when we move, it's okay. He can do this here, but not okay, there. Yeah, or this yeah. year, not there. Like the continuity of his activities are a little yeah. scattered. But uh, with this place, Mission Grit, it's this warehouse where they have scaffolding and ropes and tires. And he makes all these this obstacle courses mm-hmm. that the kids do. And he's an ex-military guy. Coach Paul, he's great. Mm-hmm. Works really hard awesome. with the kids. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a deal where he goes there. It's not necessarily a sport. So Michael and I can't really say, hey, what are you doing? It's not how mm-hmm. we did it growing up. Yeah. It's his own yeah. thing. But it's hard work. He kind of gets sweaty, mm-hmm. red in the face. He got a rip the first day. And got like, a rope burn. Yeah. <laughs> like he talked the Coach Paul, like, like approached Johnny and was like, hey, can I like handle this? Right. With Johnny's permission. Okay. And awesome. so kind of told Jet, like, you can overcome this. Mm-hmm. It hurts right now, you know, yeah. but like, let's tape it up and let's keep going. Yeah. And I like, I loved that life lesson because like, we're, you know, things are going to get hard. Things are going to yeah. be painful. We might get physically hurt or emotionally mm-hmm. hurt. We might get a broken heart, you know, but you can't mm-hmm. let it be debilitating. You have to keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just, I love that, that lesson. And they, yeah. It keeps him super active and he like he demands their respect in a and he's not harsh about it. Right. But yeah. the kids just take him seriously. So I like that they're learning to respect his authority, mm-hmm. learning to respect authority. And then they yeah. overcome these obstacles and then they have to work together as a team to do these challenges. Yeah. And I love that there's like a team aspect. There's overcoming challenges. There's learning how to respect your authorities. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a really good fit for yeah. Jet. That's awesome. So, now, is that only in that one location or is it something that he's developed that's going to grow or has grown? Yeah. So he had it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Coach Paul, okay. it's Coach Paul's business. Okay. He had it in Chicago and then moved to Charlotte three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And then is he's got the business going now. He does summer camps that are super successful. And then he'll start back up in the end of August mm-hmm. within kind of a new season and things will be going. But it's a business that I think mm-hmm. should scale. Yeah, it, yeah It's wildly awesome. successful. All of his yeah. classes are full. And yeah. we're really lucky to have gotten in when we did because it's been been really great for him. But it's, yeah. it's a cool business model that I, I would love to see other kids. I mean, it's kind of like the American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Sim- similar yeah train of thought but it's you've got the empowerment with all those other mm-hmm. you know life lessons which is yeah. you know they're so important to be teaching them those yeah i yeah. mean like i think of like when we were little it was things like 
our dad would have us move the wood pile. It's like a similar mm. thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. ooh, there's spiders and there's slugs. Mm-hmm. And this, I got a sliver and I was sweating. Mm-hmm. And like our, my sisters and I were like probably like bicker at the beginning. <laughs> but then at the end, we're just all working hard yeah. to get it done as fast That's as good. we can. Yeah. Right. Like, so and look it's at kind how of hard like, you work now yeah. as an adult. Right. Like that, I, mm-hmm. that was instilled at you at a young age. And yeah. you're one of the hardest workers I know. Oh, so that, yeah. I mean, that we need a generation of hard mm-hmm. workers. Mm-hmm. We do. And somehow I think, you know, the leading by example, though, too, I think, you know, our girls work hard. Like, it's so funny mm-hmm. because Brooklyn's like, I'm going to babysit this kid two days a week this way. I, I emailed Looking Glass because I want to take on shifts. Good. And then mm-hmm. they just want to. Yeah. And I think it's because when they've learned that it does give them, I mean, it gives them confidence and they feel like they've got something of their own and they're developing who they are mm-hmm. through that, too. Like learning, mm-hmm. you know, what they like to do. So I think that's yeah, great. I yeah. Think, Having a purpose, having yeah. a purpose, yeah. Some, yeah. purpose. to attain yes. their own thing. Right. Yeah. They're earning their own money or right. they're, they're getting independence through what they're mm-hmm. doing. It is you don't yeah. you don't you don't learn as much or earn as much watching. So it's right. it yeah. is the doing. You don't get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see. It's great. It's crazy yeah. to hear you talk about that with Brooklyn because like I, she's still like four years old to me. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, I know. I know. Uh, she's grown up so much. Yeah, I remember because it was, yeah. she was born. I, I don't know if you remember this, but you had, so she was 2008. You had just graduated high school yep. and you were going off to your, because you were a quarterback in high school and yep. you were going off to your first kicking camp. Yeah. So you came to the hospital after she was born and like held mm, her for so like, sweet. for like two hours. I mean, it was <laughs> right. like a really long time yeah. before you left and. Yeah, right. that's when we didn't know what was ahead for you at that point. You just had been drawn yeah. to the idea of, right, learning to punt. Yeah. Is that, I mean, who led you into that? Yeah, so that was, so my senior season uh, at Bothell High School, played quarterback, kicked and punted, thought the quarterback offers were going to come flooding through the doors. <laughs> the mailbox is going to be stuffed at any point. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> so a couple things did end up coming down the line later. Um, but I got a call from Oregon State's special teams coach. He said, hey, I, I watched your highlight tape. Rewind a second. My high school t- coach, I'm putting together my highlight tape, doing all quarterback stuff. He said, yeah. hey, you should probably put some put some of your punts and kicks at the very end. I said, okay, whatever. Threw them on the end. Get a call back because someone saw those wow. punts and kicks okay. at the very end. Yeah. And they said, hey, we, we are going to have an open competition for punter. We have a lot of quarterbacks. We'd like to get you down here and, and give you a shot to win this punting job. And so one of the coaches recommended a coach in Alabama. Mom and dad rubbed together some, some pennies for me, got me down to Alabama, took a bus from Birmingham to Pelham, mm-hmm. Alabama, where I met with this coach who had just had open heart surgery, came to the field in a wheelchair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> coach McCabe. McCabe. He had just had an incredibly... Oh complex life-changing life-saving mm-hmm. heart surgery wow um, but he's on the field working with us and i was with three other guys that all had scholarships at division one schools and i was a walk-on and i get there and I'm, i learned why they have scholarships they were polished they had great technique mm-hmm. but just my competitive nature and wanting to compete with these guys replicate what they're doing and then also being instructed in the right ways helped me help me kind of prime myself for oregon state got there and just worked hard and, and kind of used the skill set that i had being a quarterback, you know, being a hard mm-hmm. worker, being a leader, trying to be an example and without having to talk about it, just, just do the right thing and right. stuff will work out for you. But that's, that's how I got into kicking and punting was mm-hmm. 
throwing the throwing the kicks and punts at the end of the highlight. Tape. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like you, I wasn't going to even, at all. Yeah, yeah. That you were afterthought. Even, that's complete wild. Afterthought. Yeah. Wow. You so. had great coaches at Bothell. Mm-hmm. I mean, that program's yeah. a great program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great coaches all throughout Mike. I mean, I mm-hmm. think Michaela can attest to it as well. Coaches, yeah. people that volunteer and coach young kids yeah. are changing lives. Yeah. Right? Whether, no, they, really. whether they yeah. understand it or not. They have such an impact on your life. I mean, yeah. my coaches weren't perfect, you know, but they really cared about how I was doing and my future, right. you know? So like my club coach, I don't know, he wanted to see me succeed. They both, him and his wife, they wanted to see me succeed. They're hard on me, but they're the ones that helped me earn a full ride scholarship to mm-hmm. Oregon State. And then my my college coaches like truly cared about who I was as a person, mm-hmm. make, making sure that I was, you know, everything was good and, and mm-hmm. outside of gymnastics. And I, I can't, I can't give them enough credit, truly. My club coaches, Eli Rodriguez, he passed away a few years back, but his wife too, I, I to this day, would love to just, I haven't seen her in a long time, but would love to just thank her for everything. Mm-hmm. And then my, I tell my college coaches as often as I can that I'm so grateful for everything that they've done for me. Because truly like having a good coach or mm-hmm. or it's like teachers too. I mean, mm-hmm. you can remember yeah. teachers that had an impact on your life, no you doubt. know? So I have a little sister who's a teacher now. And I, t- you know, I tell her, I'm like, there's going to be students that, that they're going to remember you. So yeah. and she's doing her best and yeah. And it's, it, it's important role. It's like mm-hmm. when it's like then they say it takes a village to raise kids. You think about that, like even from the best families, kids, when it's somebody outside that shows like that care mm-hmm. and attention, it's almost like they'll listen or learn or be more coachable mm-hmm. even than with us as parents. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like they can have more of an impact in small moments. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah. Teachers and coaches. I have my favorite teacher. And what was funny is when. um Caden was at Valley View. She was my third grade teacher. When Caden was at Valley View, she was there. Oh, and wow. so it's like all full circle. And yeah. like, she's she taught like, you and Caden. Yeah, that's oh so she taught goodness. me in third grade and Caden oh in, in middle school. And wow. Mrs. L- she was Mrs. Larock back when I had her, and she was like our drama teacher. I just loved her, and she was Aww. like, and she told me I was her favorite student too. <laughs> after all those years, and I'm like, okay, uh, of course, that's a lot of yeah. students. You had more students than I had teachers, so it's okay if I'm not. <laughs> no, really it's just sick. how some people connect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, Mr. Awesome. Martirelli. shout out third grade teacher. <laughs> we had like a split class of third and fourth graders. We had some students with with like different disabilities in the class i just remember that class being so special mm-hmm. yeah third grade mr martirelli yeah. i'm not sure what you're doing yeah. where you're at but you were <laughs> you were a needle mover as I said. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's... pretty special yeah so, and that was yeah. i wonder that's kind of like a really formative age i mm-hmm. think like where mm-hmm. you're really becoming aware of self or something in those outside relationships mm-hmm. you do start to remember moving forward a little bit if you could give our listeners like one piece of advice what would your advice? Let me open up my advice scroll here really quick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can go first. I, or um, if you I can think of anything. Think. I have a couple of um, I think I just I'm, have some like encouragement around like around marriage. Like mm-hmm. marriage is such a gift. And, you know, like you said earlier that like we really see each other as a team. And I think mm-hmm. when you can re- remind each other that, mm-hmm. that, you know, like, I mean, when you marry someone, you you marry them for all the things that you enjoy about them and all the things that they struggle with. You mm-hmm. you you learn to accept those things, and but you want to you grow together. If you start mm-hmm. to grow not apart, but like one grows more than the other, mm-hmm. just rem- remember to you know reconnect, and so that you're growing together. Like I think some of the hardest times in our marriage was when one felt more stagnant and the other one was growing, and that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that that is hard. So to just know that like, you guys are on the same mm-hmm. team to respect where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going, I don't know, just, just where you're at. Uh, like person or I, yeah, you know no, your mental I, health yes. or whatever yeah. your emotional health or spiritual health um yeah not to be to, to not be afraid to like over communicate your needs you mm. know that that's been a big thing too and then you want to make sure you credit the people that have poured into us and we mm-hmm. really have we've been blessed with like amazing people in our life that have poured into us and encouraged us so I think it's been important to receive wisdom from mm-hmm. people yeah. that have been married longer or been yeah. parents for I mean mm-hmm. I've received I've received parenting tips from you. And you know, I think someone, you're a way better parent than me. That's not true at all. I mean, yeah, we could be learning from lots of people, but I think yeah. the biggest thing is to just remind each other, like you guys are on the same team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be growing together spiritually, you know, mentally, like mm-hmm. just yeah. be there for one another, you know, over communicate your needs. That's the, I think that's been a big thing in our, our marriage. And, and yeah. then to just remember, like, it's such a gift, you know, yeah. it's not something to it's take to lightly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's allowed, allowed to be, to be fun. Yeah. It's allowed yes, to be date fun. each yeah. other, yeah. like yeah. date each other, keep pursuing each other, keep making time for each other. That's, mm-hmm. you know, our mentors, they, they're so intentional about that. And they just celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary and mm-hmm. they're still so it. in love with each other. Well, and I have to tell you, cause I don't know if I went into depth about, you know, my sister reached out and said, can Johnny and Michaela host? And the reason why I said, Johnny and Michaela, I know will have a heart for that because mm-hmm. they've been kind of mentored, but what they're doing is, you know, Tony's out there mm-hmm. in Charleston and his fiance, they're getting married in September. Mm-hmm. They're flying out to do a, like an intensive like retreat, premarital retreat. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm like, okay, you guys would value that. Yeah. The yeah. And then she's like, yeah, can they just go stay those couple of days or that night or whatever before? So I'm yes. like, I know because <laughs> I know how much you value mm-hmm. that and the yeah. importance of, you know, setting the right tone and yeah. having others like carry you through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We... We did not make it here by ourselves, that's no. for sure. Yeah. No, we'd be crazy different people. Yeah. If it weren't for, yeah, the wisdom of others being passed on to us mm-hmm. and encouragement and resources being offered. Yeah. Vacations being included. <laughs> like, I didn't get to go to Disneyland with you guys. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's the kind of stuff that sticks with you and can, yeah, it's just wild, the stuff that pops in your head. But I think my advice, I have two things. One would just be a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think, yeah that's so good I think like it was a, that's kind of a new thought for me just like this kind of the stagnation of my time in LA and how mm-hmm. it was kind of just time for a for a, a new thing mm-hmm. you know there have been times when I just was they either stopped learning football stopped learning Michaela mm-hmm. um stopped learning myself mm-hmm. and that that's when things get hard you know you, mm-hmm. that's a a real like sign of maturity is when you know when you're an adult and you, you realize that maybe a lot of the habits things that you've built up coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. whatever you have, you know, we've been thankful. We've had, we've both seen great counselors that have helped us learn about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn a lot about the world around you. And, but really when you take time, get to know yourself, get mm-hmm. to know the things that really upset you, get to know, you know, as a man, get right. to know your emotions, get right. to know how to recognize them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I grew up just, what are emotions? I couldn't even mm-hmm. spell emotions probably until mm-hmm. I was out of college. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's a deal where. And that's, um, that, that's been a struggle, you know, because yeah. I grew up with girls who mm-hmm. we had all of our emotions all over the place. <laughs> Same, right? yeah. Three little sisters. He has very yeah, different families. Like you're from two, all girls, Tim's small boys. Yeah. Tim's all like, boys yeah. and has no idea. He's like, what do I even do with this? I'm just going to walk away. Cause I just don't even know what to do with this. Yeah. yeah. That like, was us too. Yeah. That was us. When we first yeah. started dating, like there was a lot of 
family stuff going on and you had to learn how to like be there for me just to be a listening ear you know and that wasn't a skill you had but you learned you learned how Mm -hmm. to do it and now you're like you'll always be my go-to person whether you like it or not but (laughs) you really honed in on the skill of just listening and just Mm -hmm. being there for me I do love that lifelong learner and Mm -hmm. I'm you know I'm a little bit older than than you but I've I find that people in their 40s like a lot of times I feel like you guys have done a lot of work early in your life mm-hmm. it seems like it's I don't know if it's when people's kids get like a little bit older and they have more mental capacity or just time it's like all of a sudden there's this awakening of like man the the you know who am I and what mm-hmm. you know these patterns of behavior mm-hmm. that we've been living out like my whole life like maybe you're not the patterns I want to live mm-hmm. out right like yeah. I hear it a lot so I mean to hear that you guys are already doing so much of that work I think mm-hmm. is awesome because I'm only a few years into that journey and it's yeah. like it really does change you mm-hmm. right yeah you take the time to start to break the patterns and cycles mm-hmm. that yeah you've lived your whole life yeah so yeah. and you and you can be who you want to be like yeah mm-hmm. if you have this idea of ideal version of yourself mm-hmm. happier healthier right it's going to take work. It's right. going to be painful, mm-hmm. but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You can absolutely do it. Seek the right counsel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make some real goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go do it. And just show up, showing up for it. Yeah. Like really, I think you've got that thought and you're like, got that any sort of vision or idea. Like mm-hmm. if you just make the tiniest steps right mm-hmm. towards that, just put yourself out there. Yeah. And, you got to put in the work. You mm-hmm. can't just expect it to just happen mm-hmm. like overnight or at mm-hmm. the snap of a finger. You have to put in work, you know, and that's like, that's what you guys are doing. And, you know, that's what we've had to do. I've had to do that personally. Mm-hmm. We've had to do it in our marriage. We, you have to put in the work. You, it's, you have to be intentional about it. Yeah. Whatever you're yeah. doing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, my second bit of advice would be that whatever you're doing, you're growing towards something, mm-hmm. you know, so we're not just sitting here. We're not just stagnant beings. Yeah. Like we are in this moment. We're all growing in our relationship, right. our yeah. intimacy with each other. Yes. With our producer on the other side. Mm-hmm. The man. Thank you Shout so much. Trent. Yeah, yeah, Trent. Trent, you're the best. You know, just the intentionality behind what you're doing is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're growing, if you're growing towards being a better Netflix binger, <laughs> that's just realize that's what you're doing. Yeah, you know. Well, you it's kind of like you are what you eat. Or yeah. you are. Yeah. And I think, you know, Stephanie and I talked a little bit about like why did I start doing this? And it's just the it's it's like something like when you said you don't know exactly what your next step is. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know until, you know, something does go, okay, like I'm, I need to do this as part of my journey, whether it's for me to grow, like maybe mm-hmm. this whole point of this podcast is just for me to grow and learn, right. Mm-hmm. And listen and, you know, having these conversations that where we are, like, these are really great conversations, soul filling conversations, right? Like, so yeah. there's a lot to learn from each other in that, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows where it'll go, but for the moment, it's like, this it's is awesome. what I love. Yeah. yeah. Oh it just felt like we're, I kind of had a moment where I was like, oh, okay, we're like in this little studio, you know, <laughs> like we aren't just at home just uh-huh. having a conversation where yeah. it's felt like that. It's been yeah. comfortable and fun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I hope it takes off and yeah. there, you have Thank wild you. success with it. It's oh. been fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, this has been awesome. Yes, um, thanks for... I know we got to go back and spend some time with the kids now. I'm yes, excited. Got to go get the little rascals. <laughs> Uncle, Tim, Uncle Tim's got them on the ladder. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. And then go have some of his salmon or something. <gasps> some of this, my salmon yes. I caught too. But, well, yeah. Ooh. Do you oh guys want to come back? He's go. got it ready. Absolutely. <laughs> All right.
Dinner at their house. If, if, we don't, if we don't fill up on Snowmish pie, uh, oh, pie, I know pie I do. What time did it close? Because I was like, I, I no need idea. to go to a pie company and get a pie. Oh my gosh! I saw them making we, those milkshakes with the Northwest Berry. For oh my gosh! Oh, you <laughs> sent some home, and yeah, that's all I, That's what I ate the next day. I was like, this is so good. Um, so thank you Dangerous. for sending yes. me home with some pie. So good. Uh, I'm not sure if they're an official sponsor business. of the pod yet. We'll hook a man with this line. Yes. So good. It is delicious. Mm. Well, thank you again. Thanks, Brandy. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. for making it. Thank feel. you, listeners. Yes, thank you, listeners. Yes. You and took the, the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. And so we usually wrap up like with the advice. So like going and just thinking about like if I look at like, you know, the things that are important to you mm -hmm. and adding those, you can do hard things. Yes. And marriage mm -hmm. is a hard thing. Parenting yeah. is a hard thing. Mm -hmm. So looking at how you can persevere through those things and learn, continue yeah. learning yeah. through all that. So take some time to ponder that. I'm going to yeah. take some time to ponder that. And we'll see you on the next Diary Entry. Soul Filler Diaries. Hosted by Brandy Hecker. Produced by Red Trucks. <laughs>